On this edition of Sweet Home PCB, we're talking to News Channel 7's Mel Zosh, also Taylor Williams. Cool to be tying Tay. We'll be coming up in just a little bit. And, of course, uh, as we record today, we're only a couple days between an F3 tornado that came through Lower Grand Lagoon, literally missing my house only by like a block. Wow. That's so close, Henry. I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's just because I heard everything. I mean, we really paid close attention. We got all the alerts, of course, the WJHG mm-hmm. weather app, really helpful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Alertbay.org, another thing to, to have. I had all this stuff going on, mm-hmm. made sure I turned off my do not disturb, like I was telling everybody mm-hmm. when prepping for it. But it came in, we got to the room, we heard all this stuff. We heard, as soon as I heard the hail, mm-hmm. I knew we better go on in. And take cover. Yeah. So the hell started coming down, and I'm not going to do the all heck broke loose type thing that people probably expect me to say, but it was rough. Uh, I'm thankful that nobody died in this event. And you know what, Henry? It's amazing that no one did, right? So um, one of the first things I did working the morning shift at WJHG, uh, I was told to go out along with our morning producer and get some footage. So we were on Thomas Drive and we had less than one hour to do so before the next storm cell was headed our way. So we get out there and we're looking and we're not seeing much damage at first. We're seeing some roadways closed off near North Lagoon and and Thomas and Bay County Sheriff's officials were, you know, redirecting traffic because of downed power lines. But we, um, we ran into some folks who were driving along the way and they said, hey, there's some roofs torn off of homes a little bit farther down. So we're driving and we're still not seeing anything for a bit. We're like, where are these roofs that are torn off the homes? Then we arrive near schooners and the first thing we notice are the billboards. Like they are swaying in the wind. They look unstable. Mm -hmm. The words are ripped off of them. And then there's some metal scraps in front of schooners. But we're still looking like, wait, where? Okay, where's the other damage? And we look immediately over and we see a house that's tilted. And it's been dubbed the Tilting House of PCB, not the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy, but the Leaning House of PCB now. Um, and, and that was just a jarring sight. I've never seen anything like that. But then we look right in front of us and we see fences and debris and, and things everywhere. It, it, I've never seen anything like that. And I've been a reporter in various markets uh, from Montana to West Virginia, New York State, and I've never seen anything like this utter destruction it had some remnants to hurricane michael Mm -hmm. in a very small scale area Mm -hmm. Uh, of course during hurricane michael the uh we didn't really have the damage on the beach that they had further in but we did see a lot of things uh, that were very similar so ef3 going through lower grand lagoon right uh, skipped over EF zero conditions and then an EF two further in around Deer, Deer Point. And mm-hmm. then we had the problems up toward Mariana and right. kept going. Uh, we did have one fatality in Alabama, mm-hmm. a couple fatalities in Georgia, mm-hmm. nothing here, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But we were really blessed yes. considering because if you look at the damage and you know, it, it's jarring. Yeah. Uh, we did have a situation with looters 
yesterday that yep. was quickly taken care of mm-hmm. by the sheriff's department. We do have a curfew uh, mm-hmm. that's in effect from 9 a.m. to, I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a portion of that area that was damaged. Uh, you can go to Sweet Home PCB uh, to see that, also WJHG.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, it's just that main area of East Panama City Beach, Lower Grand Lagoon, that had the damage really from Hurt Drive to uh, St. Andrew State Park to the Grand Lagoon Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're still more as it went on further, but that's where the bulk of the EF3 damage was. And it's unbelievable. Uh, we'll talk to Chris probably later on to explain the difference on the storms. But an EF3, I mean, I can take your roof off. Oh, absolutely. And it did. Yeah, the winds were so powerful. So um, Allison Baker and I, she's uh, one of the anchors at WJHG, but we were out looking at the damage at the Pirates Cove Marina um, and then also off Thomas Drive where some of the areas were really hard hit. And we ended up speaking to two residents who were inside their homes at the time. And it's a it's a condo there across from the marina. And they, like you, Henry, they heard the hail coming down and they knew, okay, we, we need to seek shelter. So um, one of the guys that we talked to, he went inside of, I think it was like a little closet and um, not far away from him was where the roof was ripped off. His roof wasn't from what I understand, but like right next door, like a couple condos down, it was completely ripped away. Uh, when we were out there surveying the damage, we saw um, people's bedrooms, like the inside of their bedrooms. We saw pictures strewn everywhere. I mean, but it was amazing to look from the street and you can see someone's bed. And that's what really hit me is like someone could have been sleeping in that bed. Like maybe they didn't have the alert on. And then the roof was all of a sudden just gone. It is a miracle that no one died. Um, Something else that was conveyed to us when we were out there looking at the damage was that like there were just like pieces of wood that were um, punctured this guy's truck. This is the same guy who was at the apartment Um, and just little pieces of wood, but it completely punctured the, the tire on the truck. But imagine if that hit a person how much damage that could have done um so it really is a miracle i I believe there's about 100 people that were displaced per our reporting this week in bay county Um, but it's just it's so hard to look at the damage and to say okay a lot of these people were impacted by hurricane michael now they're impacted by this tornado and they're homeless they have nowhere to go and but luckily no one died here and you, uh, Taylor, you saw some damage too uh, throughout the city. You've been around uh, and doing some riding around. What have you seen? I haven't done too much riding around. Actually, I I know that it just got opened on the beach area, but I think St. Andrews got some damage too. And driving even down uh, 98 today, you can tell, like even the trees are more bare. There's some down. It's around town and people, there's still light or lights down like completely. Yes. So, and I know people who are out still don't have power at all. Wow. Especially in Mariana. So. Yeah. And they really got, you know, the, the RV park there. Yeah. Just, oh, yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking I have family up there. live over there. And it was, they were asking for volunteers for search and rescue early on because it was so bad. But then there was, I think, like we said, one fatality over that way. In a cotton, Cottonwood, Alabama. And it but was they the still mother. But they lost and, their, yeah. I mean, that whole part, every single person every lost, their yeah. they they lost their home. They lost their home. Exactly. 
uh, they're in, not their home with their memories too. Their pictures, yeah. they're all of it. It's it's very the PTSD is real for everyone right now. People, even people who didn't like, because you can see a tornado. It's one house got it, the next didn't, right. and then you're sitting there thinking, "Oh wow, why why them and not me?" Exactly. I'm sure Henry, you is being that close to it. You yeah. probably feel that a lot. You're like feel very blessed, but like it's jarring how close it could have been you. Yeah, all I had to do is, is fix some vinyl fence. I mean, that was wow. it for me. Uh, totally blessed in that. Uh, neighbor behind me, I see shingles that, that have come up. They're going to have to repair that. And just the next, I mean, really, literally the next road over, even, even worse. Mm-hmm. And I can see uh, the marinas right there. Yeah. And I'm on my roof, and I sent you a picture of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I was that close. And it's like, I've been through Hurricane Michael. I've been through tornadoes before, but not an EF3 mm-hmm. and not one that was literally just one block over and it would have been totally different. Um, but we don't need to discount the damage that has happened to the people that are, that were affected. Uh, there's still a lot of these crews, a lot of these volunteers that are helping out right now, which is great. Uh, but we definitely want to keep them in your thoughts, prayers and, uh, and just, Keep monitoring uh, Sweet Home PCB, WGHG.com, and we'll talk more about Mm -hmm. different things that are happening. And, and of course, I know, Mill, Mm -hmm. you and Jess will be talking about that in the morning, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anytime there's any sort of thing that is possibly to help out our community. And it really has been Mm eye-opening. In one way, in fact, you know, the resilience of Bay County Mm -hmm. and 850 strong getting popular again as a hashtag hashtag. there we go and and it really is because if you think about all the damage that was right there uh my power was back on probably about well after nine last night Mm -hmm. or or right about nine uh there's still others that that aren't because we had uh FPL had 1,500 customers without at, at one point, and it went down to like 300 and then a little bit less. And there's still some other areas that are without power, and but they're working on that. Yeah. And it takes a while, especially out in the rural areas, because right. so many trees down, so many lines down. Uh, that one that went through uh, Calhoun County into Mariana off of the County Highway 167, uh, that started there and then just kept going up to Mariana to the RV park. Uh, there's a lot of damage in that area. I have a, I have a, a, a for sale sign on a piece of land over there. I've got to go check on. It's probably not there. It probably is. Yeah. I'm going to have to replace it. Hopefully, yeah. you know, I pray it hasn't. It's maybe still somewhere. You know, yeah. but uh, I'm thankful it was land for sale, not another house, because mm-hmm. there are people that had homes for sale that, have been damaged or destroyed and we have to really pay close attention to that. And another thing you got to think of is only got a lot of people that do Airbnb around here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that too. You have to, you have to be number one, you got to be transparent and don't, don't chase the dollar chase, be, be responsible and say, you know, be honest. We've got this. We've got a power outage. We've got a curfew. Be honest about it because yes. they will come back to you. They will. 
if you do it that way. Exactly. A good review if you're forthright with them and honest, like you said, Henry. Yeah, because if if you're in an area that is under a curfew and you have to show your ID Mm -hmm. or something saying that you're supposed to be there, uh, it's a pain if you have a guest trying to be inside a curfew area. You don't need to do that. You just, you really don't. I just hadn't even thought about that, but that's true. Yeah. And yeah. and with Panama City Beach, primarily right there, yeah, tourists is you know well even Treasure Island right there. I yeah. mean, I don't know if Treasure Island got damaged, but like everything else surrounding it did. It so are they still having rentals? I mean, I don't even. I, think, I don't know. That's yeah, that's a good question. Story that would be actually that would be blocked. I mean, that's Treasure Island. That's where it all happened. So yeah, and there there are some areas that are getting their power back up, and there are some. That that will take a while, you know. Like we said, uh, even in this particular area, it's because there's so many places that just don't even have roofs. They're just, I mean, you can't yeah. turn on the power. I mean, structurally, things need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have to have structural engineer. Like that's what exactly. I was thinking. Treasure Island, like, probably needs to be checked out. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah. of the ones that really took were really close there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that people don't really think about. Even though this this particular event, there will be some folks say, oh, I didn't know about it. We've been pretty forthright uh, through all the media yeah. uh, about the possibilities and about the time frame to watch for. We've even talked about the time frame for possible storms for Friday. Uh, that'll be passing through with the worst of it looks like Alabama, Georgia, in particular, middle Georgia, portions of South Georgia. I'm really paying close attention to because of my interest up there mm-hmm. uh, and my digital station up in Macon. Uh, but I want to make sure that everybody understands that we need to be weather aware. Yes. You need to prepare. Don't be scared. There's just there's things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh if you live in a mobile home and you don't feel comfortable about being around there, there are places you can go. There are place there, there are places all over that you can go to. Uh, if you are uncomfortable being by yourself, have a friend, go to the family, do something. Just do, just do that. Uh, your property is not as valuable as your life. That's right. And one of the things that we have to remember is, it's, it's more important to be careful uh, when. We're saying the winds are going to pick up and you need to get stuff out of, out of your yard. Mm-hmm. Do that because yeah. there's more damage that can happen Absolutely. because you have yard furniture or mm-hmm. on these condo balconies you have or whatever on there. That thing falls and hits somebody. Yeah. You're yeah. also liable. Big exactly. So you got to be thinking about that uh, because, yeah, if a portion of your house falls and this really is a Larry Perry question that he should be answering not me but if if part of your house falls in your neighbor you know yeah you're there's there's going to be some uh negotiating that's going to be going on uh same thing happens that if you've got your yard stuff falling into your neighbor's window or right. or whatever you know you've got to think about that you have to be a little more prepared uh but not really be scared. Not just 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 be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't panic. Don't do all that. That's not what this is all about. When we go on the air uh, and talk about the weather, uh, we're not trying to scare you. We're trying to prepare you. Make sure you know what the options are. Mm-hmm. What could happen? Uh, 
it was still a smaller percentage of a chance of having tornadoes, but it's not everybody having that because anything can happen. But it was enough that the weather service days before was were, were pushing it, was making right. sure everybody knew about it. Uh, Chris, Ryan, yep. everybody there. I mean, every story that was shared, it. it was prepare now. Now exactly. is the time to prepare because yes. we did have days. I mean, like Ross, yeah. Chris, they were pushing that like mm-hmm. now, 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 not yeah. day of storm. Yeah. And and I I want to I want to commend the entire oh. broadcast community for doing such a wonderful Absolutely. job. Uh because everybody did well, worked together, got the information out and and really the one thing about this market is we play well with others. Mm-hmm. And we and our goal is to make sure that you understand what's going on. Right. Our podcast is usually about more good news and more things <laughs> like that, but because the fact that we did have a tornado in our neighborhood uh, really felt like we needed to kind of talk a little bit about that, but maybe Taylor, what what are some helpful tips to help people thinking about you know going through this and the possibility of another storm or whatever? Some ways that they can help to cope. Yeah, I mean, I would number one just be very um, give yourself grace and like understand that when you're scared and any. PTSD type feeling anyone's having they are not alone because I can tell you I'm talking to people all day every day it's it's not just newscasters it's 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 everybody is experiencing some kind of distress and anxiety and especially during the storm I mean watching Ross's live I mean there was I can't I don't even know how many thousands of people were watching live with him because it was just everyone needed to know mm-hmm. so I'd say moving forward just no, you're not alone, and it's okay to feel that way. Um, but like you said, like you and guy, you and Mel were talking about, like being prepared helps. Like I knew that I was my my fur babies were in the bathroom with me, and I was ready to go as soon as the alarms went off. I knew I had candles and emergency um, little radio with me. I had water stored. I was prepared because I started preparing as well. And I think a lot of local Floridians for tend to forget that even after Michael Mm -hmm. that people who are not from here tend to be like oh there's a storm coming and they'll do it Mm -hmm. so I think preparing is very important because when you know you're prepared in case something like Friday or anything like that happens again or if we don't get as much of a warning next time you have that mental peace of knowing you're you're gonna be okay you got some things in plan and also you hate to think that it's ever going to happen but coming from my insurance brain for I did insurance for a few years. Make sure you have pictures of your home. You have pictures of everything inside and outside. If, you know, you weren't so fortunate and if you were one of the ones, one of the victims from this storm, you'd have pictures for your insurance, pictures for even memories if it needs to be. Like pictures of the damage. Yes, exactly. Well, beforehand too. Like Mm -hmm. they always say, you know, when hurricane season comes around, take your pictures of each room because you can prove you had a giant aquarium in here and then a 64 foot tv and whatnot if a tornado comes through and blows it all away yeah you're like what all did i have yeah mm-hmm. it's much easier to prove and with it and with everything being from your camera digital timestamp, it makes it a lot easier because you can prove it uh that was one of the tips that we were putting out uh monday reminding people yeah this is what get you pictures. need to do is is to get pictures inside out try to make sure you've got that of uh, 
and and know where your insurance information is. A lot of it yes. is digital, but when you don't have a sales signal or don't have insurance or like that, it's going to be hard. Right. So you want to make sure you have something with you and something safe, you know, there. Uh, you also, uh, people don't think about this, but you need to know how to turn off your utilities, how to turn off your gas, how to turn off That's your water. That's very true. Uh, because that can cause, if your house is damaged. Yes. Uh, gas is leaking. And that gas leak, uh, that could cause some problems. Yeah. I mean, because you don't want to have a fire a fire because of that. No. Yeah. You don't want to have. Especially if you don't notice it at first and you've mm-hmm. evacuated or yeah. you leave. Like yeah. Your roof blows off. You're leaving. You're not staying there. You forget about it. Now your gas is just leaking and amongst debris. Like, think about people on the beach. They're probably not thinking about that right now. First responders, yeah. I'm sure, have and have cut things yeah. off at the street. but. Mm-hmm. For your own safety, it's really just being your own advocate. You really, you really have to, and it, it kind of goes into the same thing we've we've talked about several times. Is really being your advocate, yes. being, being somebody prepared. who's who's prepared, not scared. You be aware. Yes. You don't have to worry about the mental anguish as much, and the anxiety hopefully isn't as bad if you have a plan. That's for me was what that's what keeps me calm. The only time I was not calm during the whole thing was when my Facebook Live went out and I could I couldn't see Ross anymore and I was like, ah, "What's <laughs> happening?" Mm-hmm. And um, but even then, I mean, I knew what was happening. So well, and and that's the, that's the other thing is remember that alertbay.org. You can sign mm-hmm. up for that. Go straight to your phone, uh, and you can sign up for other areas too from that. Mm-hmm. If if you're visiting here or if you're from somewhere else, you can still get alerts. Yeah. At home over That's there. That's right. I mean, there's weather apps. So every market you live in, they have weather apps. And from where I used to live in my last station and work in Bluefield, West Virginia, um, I had the weather app from WVVA at my previous station, and it follows your location. So if I was traveling through North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, if you, you can set the app so it follows you at your location. And actually, I think at one point when I was traveling through North Carolina a few years ago, there was a tornado warning in the area. So the app alerted me of that. So just be aware of that. Yeah. Be tech savvy and also pay attention to your meteorologist because seven to 10 days out, whether it be, I, I guess, especially for a hurricane, it's harder to predict weather patterns if it's farther out the closer um the time frame closes in they have a better idea to tell you um a time frame so for four or five days out they may not know the exact trajectory of a hurricane or if they can they can see severe thunderstorms coming or a possible tornadic activity but they may not know that time frame until it gets closer and closer so that's why it's important for you to not just like tune out like this tornado touched down early morning on Tuesday um, after 6 a.m., I believe, and it was a time where some people were sleeping or after 5.30 or 6 in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. And like Henry, like you were saying, if you have your phone on do not disturb, that can mm-hmm. be a problem because then you may not get that notification that's beeping. Right. Um, so you have to really be diligent and pay attention as you see the meteorologist saying, okay, I'll have a better idea for you tomorrow of the time frame. Pay attention to that because that could save your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not disturb is a great thing. Until you need it, you need yes, to have those alerts, right. and mm-hmm. you you don't have to. And on an iPhone, for example, you know you can do the uh, Amber alerts. Mm-hmm. You can do all these other test alerts and whatever. But make sure you have the emergency alerts on, regardless, mm-hmm. yes. because that is your official from the government alerts that are going to come out. Uh, and again, for us locally, Alert Bay handles mm-hmm. that. Uh, 
And that's going to give you the information you need to know because that also can tell you that if you have road closures or if yes. you have other things like that, yeah. along with our local media, we, again, WJHG.com, MyPanhandle.com, all of these that, that can help you out. But I can tell you that if you don't pay attention locally, mm-hmm. that is where you get the problems. Uh, and it doesn't matter what the subject is. It's always, I always preach local, local, local. Yeah. But when you were talking about severe weather and talking about the effects that we have, because tornadoes can happen anywhere at any time, mm-hmm. any time of the year. I think people forget that. Yeah. And they think, oh, no, you know, you live in Florida, you've got, you know, beautiful weather. But, yeah, we can have tornadoes. We can yeah. have hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, there's even a little area out that had a little tremor or two before. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's still a wonderful place to live. And the people here are so resilient. And Mm -hmm. really, I think all three of us can say how just impressed we are with everybody that has been working on cleanup, has working our law enforcement, first responders, uh, all the power crews, all the volunteers coming in to help out. They have just been so resilient themselves to get everything done, working on trying to get the power, even when the wind was so crazy, mm-hmm. uh, trying to do everything they could to help everybody uh, and to be smart. And, and yeah, we had a lot of looky loose. We had a lot of folks that just had to go out there and get on social media and say, mm-hmm. hey, look at me, look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's one thing if you're already there. And it's in your, your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But I noticed a lot of people yesterday just driving through the neighborhood. That, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, because they just yeah. wanted to stop and look See at it. the damage. Yeah. Because yeah. with Hurricane Michael, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was there was not just one street. It was every single street. So it didn't matter where you went. But for this, it's like you're seeing Hurricane Michael-type damage, but in a specific area. Mm-hmm. And I think that's – people. I, I really think it's a – PTSD people are like traumatized and they're like they don't believe it and like want to go I it's a it's a weird thing we do as humans like where they can't look away almost yes have to say oh whoa yeah okay that really happened yeah Mm -hmm. and it's it's really tough and and uh, you know and I even I get to a point where I have to be real careful because I'm one of those folks that I believe you know what I'm not going to advertise my services mm-hmm. during severe weather. I just like, no, I'm not going to take advantage of that. I, that's not how I operate. But I see people that are just posting all these videos and all this other stuff. And, you know, list, absolutely, we're all checking our listings. We're all yeah. checking on our customers. We're all taking care of everything. Uh, I don't have to do a video saying rah, rah me mm-hmm. because we're getting it done. We're doing what we can to help each other out. Mm-hmm. Uh it's more important that you're taken care of, that you're safe, that you're educated what's going on mm-hmm. than it is whether or not I sell a house this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care about that. I care about the people that are listening to this podcast right now and the people of this community because this yeah. is home. This is where we want to be. This is where we live. This is where we go to church, where we eat our yeah. wonderful food, where we shop our local businesses. Mm-hmm. We enjoy my cousin's winery up the road. And uh, friends, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I, I was thinking, well, Duplin Winery, oh, yeah. Uh, the funny thing, and, and as I kind of change subjects a little bit, 
uh, after my father passed away back in August, I really got in, into this ancestry stuff and really because he really pushed about family being here. And I've, I've mentioned this before. And it's unbelievable the number of people that I'm related to in <laughs> in this area that I never realized I yes. was. So you did some digging. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did, and there's some digging I probably wish I didn't. Mm. Uh, but uh, I'm part of the Fussell family mm. from Duplin, North Carolina. Which happens to be mm-hmm. our friends up the road. Exactly. Really? Yes. The co-owners are David and Jonathan Fossil from Duplin County, North Carolina. And then Henry learned that he's related to that family. You've got to go talk to them. Well, <laughs> you should get a podcast with that's them. That's what we were saying. That yeah. would be we need so to cool. Get one with them. Yeah, we'll 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 be doing that. You go on site. Now, now, yeah, mm-hmm. it will be on site. But <laughs> but the thing is, uh, there's no such thing as family discount. If you're helping well, your family, you're really yeah, you right. know, helping. Hey, uh, Mel's already a member. I just got to get my yeah. membership. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just need to get your heritage membership. Uh-huh. We'll let Jonathan tell you about the perks of that when we go on site and interview him. <laughs> That's right. And we're going to have, and we're the good thing is, is this year, one of the things that we're going to try to do is we're going to try to get out and and get out of the studio and kind of see some people and talk to some people and uh, talk about some great events, talk about some great people and local businesses that you really should know about. And of course, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about uh, Duplin and all our friends over there. And of course, our, all the stuff that's happening downtown, mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff that's happening here in Panama City Beach. The name is Sweet Home PCB, but we really cover all the panhandle. Uh, we really talk about everything that happens around here. And I really am glad that the two of you are, are part of the Sweet Home PCB family. And we're glad to. We are. And, and really talking about you know, some really great stuff. And I know coming up in the near future, we'll be talking even deeper about uh, some really good positive positivity that we need to do, especially coming up in this new year. Uh, Do any of you have any sort of resolutions or things you're planning to do? Mel does. She's already been working on hers. I was like, yeah, we were talking about this on air recently. So um, I was talking with my co-anchor, Jessica Foster, about this. So one of my goals is to be just healthier this year. So just to eat a little bit better. I've been doing research on the Mediterranean diet and um, and the plant-based diets, too. Uh, I actually interviewed a woman in West Virginia, and she's become my friend. Her name is Brenda Workman, so she might be a good guest sometime. Um, but she lost 60 pounds by switching to a plant-based diet, and she got off some of her meds, including for high wow. cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So the Today Show featured her after we interviewed her last year. Um, she's done such a great job, but that kind of inspired me. So I'm looking at a cleaner diet. Fitness is important. I've been walking on the trail in Lynn Haven a lot lately and getting out to the gym more. Um, but really... From the positivity aspect, and I, I encouraged our viewers on WJHG to do this as well. Find something you're grateful for if you can every day. Write it down, put it in a jar, and at the end of the year, empty that jar and read those things aloud. Whatever it may be, maybe a great thing happened to you or your spouse and you just want to, or your child, and you want to put it in writing. I think that's important to see those things visually and to go back and look at them and to spread that positivity to others. Absolutely. What about you guys? I mean, even if you couldn't, even if nothing happened that day and you're like, oh, I'm not grateful for anything, or you're you grateful can, for being alive. There you go. You The next day, if you can't, oh, I can't think of anything, I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. Can't think of anything, I'm grateful that I have friends. You know, like every day, even when you, you're like, mm, I'm not grateful. Like yep. if you, you dig can, a little yes. deeper, you got something there. You find something. 
I have one of, one of my close girlfriends. She said she's doing the same thing, and every day she's forcing herself to write five things. I like that. And um, it's okay if some of them repeat sometimes, yeah. but she's like, if you have to say every day five mm-hmm. things you're grateful for, like yeah. that's that's yeah. it reframes your mind exactly. It switches your mindset. Yeah. And and for me, I'm journaling more. I'm trying to make sure I <gasps> keep track. That's right, That's good because I'm trying to just take, take a few notes, and it helps me, you know, personally, professionally, everything. Uh, and even emotionally, just kind of just get it out. A brain dump. You know, just yes. boom. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's done. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're upset about something, just write it down, be done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And know. to remember that a lot of people, like whenever I talk to my mom, I've tried to get her to, to journal and she's like stuck in the mindset of dear diary. It's like a diary mindset uh-huh. for a lot of people. And I'm like, my journal doesn't look like that. No. My journal is bullet points and song lyrics and dried flowers and yes. notes about whatever. And, and it's, that's, I feel like that's journaling. That's how I get my brain down. It's my emotional support journal has everything, all my thoughts and worries and celebrations and gratitudes. And it's a really cool thing to look back on. Yeah. And that can be different for each person. However you'd like to journal, I think just writing it down and seeing it visually can help you achieve your goals and hold yourself accountable. And it certainly can help you. A lot of people journal first thing in the morning. I journal at night. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say if you'll journal right before bed, like that's that... final brain dump and it'll help mm-hmm. you sleep because all those thoughts that are racing through your mind you've already thought through them and wrote them all down mm-hmm. i like that my wife is big on on writing stuff down mm-hmm. and having lists and things to do and, all, and which is which i picked up on mm-hmm. okay so i got to give her credit for that uh because it really has helped me especially just to try to keep track of everything because with everything going on and I've cut back a lot of stuff that I've been doing uh, so I can focus even more on my business, on what I want to do professionally, uh, personally, more family time, things Mm -hmm. like that, because you got to have that. You have to have that downtime. Right. Because, you know, if you're married, you got to spend time with your with your significant other or whatever your situation is, because you need to have time away from work, not talking about work, not talking about right. all that, just enjoying life because you can handle things better when you don't have all that nagging at you. Uh, notice I'm saying those things. We're not talking about the person, your significant yeah. other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got to make that point. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. No, <laughs> uh, because you know she she's not she's not doing that. Uh, the good thing is is that when you have the right people, the right mindset, mm-hmm. uh, you really do grow with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have the negative and the wishy washy and all that stuff, mm-hmm. for someone like me that. You know, I have to make a decision and I stick with it and I move on to the next thing. And if I need to make an adjustment, I will. But it, it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. It's like, let's make a decision. Right. Let's yeah, do it. Exactly. Let's make it happen mm-hmm. because there's too many wheels turning that we need to make sure that we're taking care of business. But we need to take care of family and ourselves, too, because health is so important right now. Uh, we, we've we all been ill. We've all had things go on in our families, and uh, it's it's unreal. I mean, I ended the year going to another funeral. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I went over there, and it's like it, it hit hard because, you know, I'm like going, man, this is like 
she's not that much older than me mm-hmm. and grew up. I mean, she's one of those, another one of those right. cousins, like a sister. And it's like, it's just so hard. It's like you go through that and then you, you think about, you know what? The one thing you always regret is not spending enough time, time. with true. those people that you lose. Right. And part of the problem is we're so caught up with that phone in our hand and right. with all, our, all these deadlines and some of these things that really aren't important right. that we forget about the fact that we need to take care of what's important. Amen. Right. And I swear, people truly, like about anything, I, I feel like us people, we truly don't think it could ever happen to you. Mm-hmm. And when you lose someone that is a core person to you or close, I mean, losing anyone but especially once you've lost someone who um is integral to your life like mm-hmm. it that that changes everything for you and like you said like just wanting time back that's all you can have and tell making sure you're telling these people you love them is so important but we mm-hmm. do get really caught up on the day-to-day of the hustle bustle of life and we don't think that it could ever be us losing our mom our dad our mm-hmm. you know brothers whatever it doesn't matter your best friend and it can happen to you and it does it happens to everybody you're always gonna unfortunately it's part of life and, that and even a, when you know they're yeah. in a better place like even yeah. if it's a you know a blessing from a tragedy kind of thing mm-hmm. it's still it doesn't make it any easier for us on earth and no. regrets always come up and, and i think we take time for granted as people as humans we always think we'll have tomorrow yeah i'll call my mom tomorrow my dad my grandparents whatever but then tomorrow comes and you may not have that tomorrow like right. you never know i read this on facebook recently or somewhere online you never know um you never know the last day you'll have with someone and isn't that true like you just don't yeah. you, you just never don't think it'll know. happen to you you never think exactly. that your person's because you're like oh well my my sister is as healthy as there a horse go. but then she gets in a car accident and dies. Right. so right. you cannot bet on the fact that your family is healthy and happy Correct. and or loved ones yeah yeah tell them while you're never alive, promised tomorrow how much none of us care. are no we're not well and that's that's the part that we have to always remember is Everybody will regret not spending time with somebody mm-hmm. or doing something or whatever. A uh, hundred years from now, they're not going to remember mm-hmm. that you sold 20 houses in right. a week exactly. or you sold whatever or you won an Emmy or you won yeah. whatever. Uh, maybe if you won like a trillion dollar lottery or something <laughs> like that and all your cousins come out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like twenty thousand of mine, <laughs> thanks to ancestry. Thank now you. you know them though. You've already got the list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can kind of check those yeah, off yeah, now. I can verify if they're actually a cousin now. Yeah, I mean, it's got way too many, way too many. But you know, I always joked about having so many relatives mm-hmm. uh, and so many cousins. But when I look over that list, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I cannot believe how many people. <laughs> Yeah. And how many people have been here in Bay County? How many people in Jackson County? And how anyway? And it's like, who knows? We might be related, Taylor. Probably. You never know. Yeah, we should really check into that. I'm like from here, so so you know, somewhere down the way, you never know, yeah. because there's always, you know, I mean, I think there's some Williams in the family too. Yeah. So, but you know, it's all kind of you know, way way down the road. But still, I mean, you never know. You don't. You know, and and my wife has a lot of family in West Virginia. In Pennsylvania, so I, we all may we all may really be cousins and not really yeah, realize it. Yeah, 
and well, you know, I, we're all kind of family anyway. If you yeah. if you really you know go through with the Adam and Eve and all that, mm-hmm. but uh, but really, the the thing is that we have to really think about right now is the fact that we need to keep our minds focused on the good. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of bad that happens. There's more chances for severe weather. There's more things that are that are going to occur. We're in an El Nino pattern, so we're going to see a lot more weather mm-hmm. problems. There's going to be a lot more rain. There's going to be some cold weather coming our way. There's going to be things. Yeah. I mean, you're talking lows in the 20s coming yeah. here soon. Uh, so uh, protect your pipes, your plants. If you're like me with a uh, one of those water heaters that are actually on the side of your house, mm-hmm. not inside. You, yeah, the tank yeah. yeah. You gotta make sure that's protected. Yeah. You've got to do People all these things. Yeah. No one ever no one thinks about that. No, until it busts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what, I had my pipes bust last year during the freeze and yeah. and it was actually just because people might not think about it, I made sure all of my pipes were covered, but I have one pipe in the very front of my yard that's uh, my water pipe for my sprinkler system in my yard. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about it, didn't cover it. Oh. That's what busted. So it was my sprinkler system. So I was okay. I still had water, but like I didn't yeah, think you, about covering my sprinkler no, system, by, but it's would, just enough out of the ground. Busted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cover yeah. everything, guys. And yeah. I just thought of another thing, you know, is when we had no power and it's like, yeah, well, we still got a gas stove. Well, most of those gas stoves, they still have an electric starter true so all you're doing is turning on the gas Mm. right good point uh if you're lucky enough to have one of those uh, fireplaces yeah you might be able to start that thankfully i was able to yeah but it didn't get cold enough to really use uh i mean we're from florida but i'm i'm i still got georgia blood (laughs) in me so i'm okay i can handle i can handle 50 degree weather uh but we had this I mean, it's just all these little things that you don't think about mm-hmm. to prepare Correct. that you yeah. really should. I mean, it's, you don't have to go overboard with it, but if you know that you've got, you know, plants and stuff like that, that you don't want frozen next week when mm-hmm. we get into the 20s, mm-hmm. yep. uh, you know, and a lot of people, and there's going to be in middle Georgia, for example, uh, every morning is going to be below freezing next uh, week. Mm. So those areas, they really have to pay attention. Yeah. You know, protect those pets, those pipes, those plants. Uh, They've got a lot to think about. I mean, kids can't, they can't send their kids out to the bus stop. Like there's, if if it's freezing outside, so there's, there's a lot to plan for, to think about. Yeah. And that's, that's really kind of our job is to uh, inform, educate, you know, let people know what's going on and. You know, we got a lot of good news to talk about, a lot yeah. of great mm-hmm. stuff to talk about in coming episodes, but we really wanted to get the word out about what's going on here now and kind of helping you get through this, the feelings that people are having right now, because let's face it, uh, we are still scarred yeah. with Hurricane Michael and some other hurricanes that have happened in this area and other weather events that have been very tragic. Uh but to see the devastation and to see the resilience and how quickly we're able to pop back up in many cases, there's still going to be some that's going to be a while. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones we really need to help out, mm-hmm. especially around Mariana and some of those areas like that. We really need to be putting our efforts to help out those folks over there. Uh but we really need to really 
remember more than anything else that we need that we're here to help each other out. Yeah. It's not all about me, 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 me. And in a situation like we've experienced this week, we have definitely got a very solid lesson that sometimes we have to listen and pay attention and prepare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Henry, I'd like, I just want to add something to what you said. Um, I think it's important to check on your elderly neighbors, and I'll give you an example of why I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had a viewer call us before we went on air Tuesday morning. I want to say it was around probably 3.30, 3.45 in the morning. So she said, um, hey, I noticed the lights flickering in my neighborhood, and it sounds like the winds are picking up. Do you know what's going on? And I said, oh, yes, ma'am, we're under a high wind warning and and there's a possibility that we could be seeing tornadoes. And I asked her where she lived and um, I believe she said she was in Panama City. Um, So she said um, she's like, you know, I don't have technology, all these like, you know, the apps or, you know, the smartphones and all that that the young people have. She's like, so I appreciate you telling me that. So the first she had heard about anything severe weather wise was when she called at 345 in the morning before it started, right before it started. And so I just want us to think like because we come from a different generation and she told me she was in her 70s. So she said she, you know, watches the TV, but we weren't on air at that point. Um, But it is absolutely crucial that you check on your elderly neighbors who may not have heard that there's an imminent storm coming and and they may need to take shelter and or turn on the TV. Um, so we need to think about that, too, is like check on those neighbors that, you know, are elderly or family members that maybe they don't have a smartphone with an alert system on it mm-hmm. or they're just not up to speed on on um, the latest weather alerts. So just check. Or maybe on they folks. are and they're stressing out because right. you don't know that in their house they're they've got a leak already or something go. and they're worried about it coming. Mm-hmm. It's. That's, I didn't think about that. It's very, yeah. yeah. And there's going to be people now that are worried about that. Oh, I'm sure. And of course, there's places you can get tarps. Yep. Again, yeah. WGHD.com, they've got a list of things yeah. of where you can go for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've also really, one of the things I was thinking of just, just a moment ago, and it just kind of mm-hmm. went out of my head for a second. Uh, but we really need to be prepared, but not scared. And one of the things that we can do, especially for the elderly and folks that don't really do technology, a really good, easy, safe idea. You know, we've got the hand crank radio, a new weather radio Mm -hmm. and regular FM radios uh, that go around. We've got the battery operated lights. I have one I picked up. uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is bright. I mean, you think I mean, you think we just lit up the whole living room with that thing. And it's it just runs on uh, six AA batteries, and then there's some others that are similar, mm-hmm. and they're inexpensive. They're you can go to your local hardware store or wherever yeah. to pick them up, and those are really great gifts for people uh, to have, especially the elderly, the folks that are shut-ins, any, yeah. any if they have health issues, anything mm-hmm. like that, where you know maybe they can't afford. The cell phone right. or the television or the cable yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, there are some alternatives uh, that you can do. And I'm pretty sure that down the road somewhere, there's probably going to be some weather radio giveaways and opportunities mm-hmm. down the road. Uh, there's all sorts of things that will probably happen out of all this. Right. You know, you know I'll be right there with it because I, str- I really believe in this. Uh but you really need to have a plan. 
you need to be able to prepare and definitely watch out for your neighbors and, yeah. and those mm-hmm. people that you care about. And you now that was a great example. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she's okay yeah. and, and in good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are hurting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are confused. A lot of people are, are scared. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable. I feel like um, tomorrow I've, emotions will be very heightened. Yeah. For the storm coming in. Yeah. Even if it's mainly going to be worse than like we said, Georgia or whatnot. But I think especially the people who had any kind of damage, even people haven't picked up all of their fence posts. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of fences mm-hmm. blew down. Like even if they didn't take house damage, yeah. if they haven't taken time to pick up their fence posts yet, and we got more storms coming yeah. in, that could go through your neighbor's window or your window. Exactly. So yeah. there's cause for concern. And we have a little bit of time. I don't know when the storms are coming in tomorrow, but. We have, but we have around. Of course, the best thing is to double check because some yeah. people will be listening to this after the fact. But uh, I will say that early in the morning, there's supposed to be a little bit, but really the the midday hours mm-hmm. for our local area is where the better chance right. of severe weather is. But there is a chance, you know, five a.m. to seven a.m. somewhere around that area course, again. You know, there's a possibility of some. Uh, as for our listeners up in. Alabama and Georgia, you, you're in a similar area, but you have an enhanced risk uh, south of I-20 down toward Albany and that area. And that was the area that we were in mm-hmm. on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And again, we want you to be prepared, not scared, you know, right. whatever. But, you know, pay attention to your local media. Uh, I have posted every one of my media partners uh, so you're able to find information in your area because I do talk to a lot of people, I mean, all over the Southeast. Mm-hmm. So I've included other markets as well uh, so that they understand where to get your information. Uh, Chris Smith and I came from Macon, Georgia many years ago. And uh, he was, to imagine, he was my weatherman wow. from the beginning of his career. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. You know, uh, when he was in Albany, Georgia, and I was uh, managing a station in Rochelle, Georgia, I was using WALB as my news and weather, and that started, you know, Chris started doing my weather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then in Macon, I go to WPEZ, uh, the light rock station there. I was the guy on before Delilah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm still known as. Twenty. Uh-huh. I haven't been on the air in 20 years up there, but. You know, it, I'm still that it guy. It still sticks. People yeah. remember. Yeah. And and he was doing my weather back then before he came uh, you know, down here uh, after his stint with uh, CNN and and all the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable, all the places he's been and the fact that this is home. Yeah, that he ended up here. Mm-hmm. And he has been, episode five, six, our first season, we talked about his journey. So that's pretty cool. Uh, sweet home PCB for him. Mm-hmm. There we go. It really <laughs> is. is. And I think we all, that's one of the things we love about this because everybody at some point, we in, in all areas, really our paths will cross again, no matter where we go. There's, there's always that chance. Somebody, I mean, let's face it. There's always somebody mm-hmm. that we'll see that we've, we've crossed paths. Uh I think about that also, you know, when, when you think about some of these reporters that have come and gone, because, mm-hmm. you know, Panama City really is a starter market. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is where a lot of the, they come out of college, they get started, they get trained. 
at the end of their contract, they move to another station uh, a lot of times, a lot of the market. Uh, and we've had some really good ones that have come through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've had some really great ones that have come through Panama City that are now in major markets. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I mean, from both stations, uh, okay, the higher counts of GHG. Oh, you know, I'll do that. <laughs> Okay, Donna, I said it. <laughs> you heard uh, him. I heard you. I heard you. Uh, uh, but really, I'm thankful for the, the friendship that I have in the local media and to be able to count on everybody to, you know, work together and do do things together and have fun. And, you know, competitions comp- was one thing, but we're all neighbors. Yeah. We're all friends. Yeah. Uh, in my case, family, uh, but we, we just really, you know, uh, Ross is cousin Ross to me. <laughs> so I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm related to everybody. Yeah. So, uh, cousin Mel and cousin Taylor will be back on another episode real yes. soon as we talk about and go on the road from time to time this year, because we do have a lot of things we want to talk about, especially over at Duplin Winery and some yeah, things that are going over there. Yeah. You know, we got to talk about that and, and go a little bit deeper in this family history type thing <laughs> it's kind of scary to know to know that so many members of my family are actually here mm-hmm. that i didn't even realize i mean we all vacation here we you know some own property here and things like that but i didn't realize i had so many people here but you know that means i have to be even more careful right and you have a lot of people to meet and yeah. <laughs> hear their stories too <laughs> exactly and and, that, and i look forward to that and of course yeah. uh, i always have to stay out of trouble uh, because, well, Nisa knows my mama's phone number. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so be good, Henry. <laughs> exactly. She's the first one that will get me, uh, believe me. I've gotten texts before. So we'll be I, second and third. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I, I mean, y'all are right there with me because yeah. we, we all stay in contact. Now, yeah. I want you to make sure you follow us on Facebook, Sweet Home PCB, Cool to be a Kind Tay, Mel Zosh, and, of course, our friends at WGHD. Keep track of what's going on with the weather because, like I said, we're in El Nino where we're going to have more opportunities for rain or possibilities of severe weather. We can have storms at any time. Tornadoes can happen anywhere, anytime, Absolutely. you know, uh, not just here in the south. They're, right. they, they can happen anywhere. We've had one. I've had one in Fort Lauderdale that last week. We had some in California before. We've had some up north. You know, things happen. There, we can't be afraid of the unknown. Mm-hmm. We have to prepare ourselves mm-hmm. and do that work ahead of time yeah. so we can handle what happens. Mm-hmm. So that I hope you get out of this podcast today. Mel, Taylor, I'm so glad y'all back here. <laughs> glad We're, to be here. We are, Henry. We're so happy to be here. 2024 Woo-hoo. podcast. The first one of the year, and yeah. the gang is all together, and we <laughs> hope that you'll join us again real soon from the Sweet Home PCB studios here at Keller Williams Success Realty in Panama City Beach, Florida, Sweet Home PCB, and produced by Beach 95.1. I'm Henry Brigman, along with Mel Zosh and Taylor Williams. You're listening to Sweet Home PCB.